It's me. It's me. It's the D-O-double-G, the road dog, Jesse James. And by my side, as always, is that B-A-double-D-A-double crooked letter, badass Billy Gunn. Together we are the New Age Outlaws. And you're listening to the VOC Nation. And if you ain't down with that, he's got two words for you. Suck it. VOC Nation provides live daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with the hosts and guests by phone call, email, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts include the legendary Ken Resnick, who you probably remember from the AWA and WWE, former WCW performer The Maestro, Wes Briscoe, who you probably remember from Impact, Brady Hicks, who you remember from Pro Wrestling Illustrated, former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez, and former Philly radio personality Bruce Wirt. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling with History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Wirt, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern, and of course, In the Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. And by the way, both of these shows take callers live during the show. What are you waiting for? Go listen live right now at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all of our podcasts by searching for VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Oh, and follow them on Twitter, too, at VOC Nation. All right. That's another. Uh, it's good to be back, man. It's been a little bit, right? Yeah, I think it's been like, what, two weeks since the uh, we had the uh, South Africans. Oh, yeah. No, we did one after that, PJ. Was... Oh, we did. Oh, yeah, PJ Black, yeah. I was going to say, I thought that was our last episode. Yeah, it's been a few. Uh, so, yeah. Oh, it's been a few weeks since we've done a show. Well, I'm, I'm pretty sure um, Africa was uh, our last episode. Yeah. Well, yeah. One of the Definitely not, PJ. COVID times, man. Like, everything just blends together. Like, I, I again, it didn't feel like we had seasons. And, like... Where where I'm at, I, and I almost sent you a picture the other uh, of it yesterday. But so today, uh, well, today's Thursday. So as uh, Saturday, I played nine holes of golf, beautiful out. And then on Tuesday, Tuesday, uh, two inches of snow. Holy moly! Yeah, we're in the 80s and 90s over here. Yeah, no, we dropped down below 40 now. Uh, the next few weeks are going to be 30s, 40s. Uh, I think in the next few days, we're going to get another one or two, three inches of snow. So, yeah, winter's here where I'm at. So, we went from summer to barely fall, and now, now it begins. And this will go till February, March. I mean, shit, we've gotten snow in May here where I live. That's so crazy. It's yeah. just, I guess, you know, I guess it's just where you're located. And a lot of people, so does it normally get this cold this early or is this kind of a freak thing? Or, or were you like kind of like, okay, this is about when it's about to start happening? I mean, anything can happen with Minnesota weather. But, yeah, this is a bit early. This is a bit early, a few weeks early. The the joke around the, uh, around the Midwest and like Minnesota, Wisconsin, stuff like that is always, well, are the kids going to be trick or treating and it's all right out, or are the kids going to go trick or treating and they got to wear their winter coats and there's some snow out? Uh, but, don't forget to wear your mask and your mask now. Well, now they're I mean, six feet, and do you even? Well, well, up up here they're even they're not even saying that up here they're like just don't trick or treat. No one go trick or treating. What they're banning trick or treating? No. I mean. 
that's what they're saying. I, I, tons of people are like, screw that. We still bought candy. Our light will be on. You can come to I our mean, house. now here's the thing. Literally, you could go buy a bag of candy with gloves on, <clears throat> put the bowl outside, open up the bag of candy, put it in the bowl, and just, you know, if you want to see the kids, just like leave the door open or the screen in door and, you know, just be like, hey, how's it going? And your story has social distancing and you're not touching the candy. You don't even have to physically even touch it if you open up the bag right and put it in the bowl right. But I guess it's, you know, if little kids, multiple kids touching it, you know, I guess I don't, you know, I'm no. So all I know is Florida, you can trick or treat. So. Yeah, no, but I mean, like, it, in theory, that's a good idea. And there are houses around here that do that, where they just put a bowl out and then whatever. My, if it was me, though, I'd always, in the back of my mind, I'd be like, oh, those greedy older kids that are going to come by and they're going to take the whole bowl of candy, especially if they know I'm not watching. So I'd be sitting there, like you said, watching with the glass door, but not to see the kids, just to wait for those older kids. But I'd be the, I'd be that boring adult like i'd be bored with that so like i'd be trying to set the other kids up like i'd be like hiding so as soon as they start grabbing handfuls i pop out and i'm like i got you one put it back the last place i lived uh you know we did a big we had we had a nice thing and i sat out on the front porch and it was fun watching all the kids come by there was no i I lived in a really nice neighborhood so there really was no like older kids it was all this family yeah. And by the time the older kids came out, I ran out of candy anyways. And my neighbors were such good neighbors. They came and, like, refilled the bowl for me because I was, like, uh-huh. over it and went back inside. I Actually, I think I went out or something. Like, I like, went and hung out for a little bit and, you know, wait till the sun went down, gave off some candy. Then I went to, like, a party or something. But I remember coming back, and there's different candy in the bowl. And then my neighbors were like, oh, we, like, we, we refilled your bowl. It ran out. Right. Oh, that's awesome. Are you a Halloween guy? Like are you and like dude, there's some people like I, I know some people who like live for Halloween as the holiday. Like they count oh. down, can't oh. wait. I'm when it comes to holidays, I don't like any of them. Yeah, I'm not a fan. I just don't care. I think if I do like any of them, and this is gonna sound awful, I kinda enjoy like the fourth of July or like that's my favorite one, only because of fireworks and like Normally, you're at like a beach or a lake or a barbecue, and you're outside. And it's That's usually like, my favorite one. And it's usually like a mix of friends and family. Yeah, or like holidays are just straight family. And you know, some people love that. I don't hate it. I like it. I really do. But with every family, there's always drama. That at some point during the day, you're like, is this done yet? It's the time yeah. to. Go. Uh, but I mean, it's yeah. So I, I've never been a big holiday guy, but man, I know some people who like. They literally, it's like Halloween is everything to them. And I never got it. See, now I I, I was a DJ uh, for many years in town. I, I worked at, a, at one location at a bar. And so for like eight years, I had to do Halloween. You know, I have to one of the bars basic nights. Yeah, man. And the night before Thanksgiving. Oh, dude, that the night before Thanksgiving, New Year's. And where I worked, it was an Irish saloon. Because the family owned it, it's Irish. Uh, so St. Patty's Day was actually our biggest day of the year. Yeah. But those ones were right there with it. And I mean, dude, like as soon as I stopped working at the bars, I was done with Halloween. Like people would be like, well, you don't work anymore. So let's go. You can come with us and party. And I'm like, I don't even care. I just want nothing to do with it. 
Like I'm staying home. I don't want to be around the crowds. I don't want to dress up. I don't want to get drunk and be that asshole. Like I had to deal with it for eight years. Like I'm cool, man. Like now it's like people are like, yo, we're going to have a Halloween party or we're going to go to the bars. It's like, cool. Peace out. Yeah, I don't mind. I don't mind going to a uh, house party, but I don't really want to go downtown. I'm at the point now though, where I don't even like dressing up. Like I'll I don't come dress up. I mean, I'll wear like a stupid little mask or something, but that's about it. Pull it off. Yeah, for me, like I'll like, you know what? I'll dress up with with my girl if that's really something she wants to do. But other than that, I'm pretty much not going to do anything. And she's actually going to New Orleans for uh, for um, Halloween. I'm I'm actually going to stay back, so I won't I won't be out. Or New Orleans, you know, it's such a great city to party in, but then it also just smells like piss and shit <laughs> when you're on Bourbon Street. <laughs> It's, it's, funny. Funny. it's so funny yeah uh speaking of halloween uh one wrestling thing uh involving halloween is they're bringing halloween havoc back this year uh nxt is so very that's kind of that, that's weird that nxt is doing it and not aew because that's something that dusty kind of created right right they own it that's why they own the rights um and there's some people who are really upset they're like it should be aew doing this blah 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 and, you know, I, I'm a wrestling fan, so the fact that someone's doing Halloween Havoc, I'm all for it. Cool. Like, no, but I mean, what, to be honest with you, is there some different type of rules to it, or is it just a no, it's, it's like a Halloween themed pay per view. Like WCW is. Okay, it's a Halloween themed pay per view. So explain to me, like, are, are they going to have masks on? Is it, are they going to dress up in costumes? It's a. What does so, this probably what, 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 what is selling me on this other than that the background might be spooky? Yeah, yeah. Here's the two things that they've brought, I think, back for this so far that I've heard. Bray has a match. Well, not brought back. Well, no, so again, this is NXT, so Oh yeah, this isn't even gonna be the main roster. See, that's the one thing like with Vince is it's like, yeah, I'll bring the WCW seed or the WCW stuff back, but they're not going to be as big as my pay-per-views. So the NXT gets to do That's why NXT is done. Uh, Starcade, uh, War Games, now Halloween Havoc. I think they did the Great American, or was it Great American Bash that maybe used to be? Yeah, I don't know. Um, anyway, so the two things is, A, they brought the wheel of something back. Like, it's a wheel, it spins. I think they spin it for I the hated match. that thing that, like, everyone knew that was such so rigged why i hated the wheel that's the most right. stupidest thing you can do so they brought that back for halloween havoc and right. and they have a host they have a host one of their own oh the not a ghost you said a host not a ghost not a ghost a host she may dress up like a ghost while she does it and it's funny because this is actually somebody we were talking about before we went and on, on air i wish I wish they'd bring Renee back, but good for her for wanting to do her own thing. Uh, no, so with the most this Shotzi Blackheart will be hosting Halloween Havoc. Oh, the girl that sold her picture of her poop. Yes, yes. I did not know about this story. This is why we were talking about this earlier. Because story we're about to talk about. Uh, yeah. So back in 2019, I think it was There's like, a lot of flies involved. <laughs> Uh, it was like January, February, I guess. She sold pictures of her poop for five dollars, five bucks. That was it. Five bones. You, you can think have. Think she should have got more for the uh, 
Mr. Hanky photo? Is that the is that the first spotting of the real Mr. Hanky? Yeah, right. The Halloween Hanky. Uh, no, it wasn't during Halloween. I believe. Uh, no, I suppose you're right. Yeah, it wasn't. Um, I don't. I mean, then no, five bucks was probably good because I don't like. This is like either right when she signed uh, with WWE or before or after. Um, We're already getting comments left and right about the poo. <laughs> so, uh, it corn that night. So I don't think she uh, was probably like a bit because right now she's blown up in the last like two months she's blown up for nxt she's become a bigger name for them so like now she could probably charge like you know 20 bucks for a shot of poo we're there five bucks was probably all right and apparently there was a confirmed like you can see on her account like there was a confirmed poo buyer and i believe the poo buyer his comments were i'm doing it to support you i'm yeah but here's the thing is you can still send her five bucks but and not receive the picture. But he still received the picture of the poo. Yeah, he also said that he's not a weirdo. Uh and what was funny is Shotzi's response was, Hey man, no judgment. You're into what you're into. Enjoy. <laughs> like I think she calls it her toilet brigade or something. Yeah. Yeah, it's toilet something. You're right. Um uh, it's creative it's a creative way to make money and i mean well, this, this is going to own her turds from now on because of the the new bylaws and contracts so vince owns her poop coming to wwe shop tonight it's dropping wweshop.com you can buy pictures of your favorite superstars poop. Poop. oh man what they ate and hey. someone would do it though like, obviously someone did it for shotzi but i mean you got to think that came up because a fan was like, Hey, I know this is weird, but a picture of your poof. I've sent you money. I mean, it had to, I mean, this socks, people buy all kinds of stuff. It does. Have, have you been approached by a fan for anything weird like this? I've had a male guy buy my trunks. What do you mean by male guy? Like, like the mail, like he was dropping your mail off and realized you, you know, like, uh, I was at a, like a fan fest and the guy wanted to buy my ring gear. Really? I mean, I guess that's not too weird. I not now. I mean, maybe depending when it happened, but actually, no, I don't think that one's too weird yeah, either. I that one too. I don't really put myself in that type of situation no. where someone's gonna ask me that because I, they probably would know that I'd probably knock them out. Well, now it's gonna happen. So now that we're doing the no, black, eventually someone's gonna be no, like, "Hey, man, can I buy that used tissue? I I see you use." I mean, just send it to me, man. You know, like see me you. So he was watching me poo. <laughs> How does he know where that tissue has been? Right. Oh, that's so oh, big ace. That's not gonna happen. Some people are into some weird stuff. That's just I mean, each their own. I mean, whatever you're into, I don't, I don't, no harm, no foul. As long as it doesn't involve me. Yeah. <laughs> that's so funny though. Um poop who wants like i just don't understand what that guy did with that photo after that. i mean i i have some idea I know, you, you know exactly what he did after that photo i guess i, guess I just don't get it vision. it's like the r kelly stuff it's like why do you enjoy peeing on people it's not just r kelly it was that that new uh r&b rapper is is known for it now um oh man i can't i don't want to say his name because i don't want to make sure it's right but Oh, there's a rapper right now that's that's uh 
that's known for peeing on people. I can look it up right now. Let's see. New rapper peeing on people. Let's put that on. <laughs> I just don't get it. I don't no, understand. I don't get it either. It's, but, uh, um, yeah. It's, you know, some of them, some rappers are is it like a power move is that what it is like Trey songs really Trey songs is in the peeing on chicks uh there's been multiple girls that have came forward saying that's like his that's his stigma that that's his thing that he likes uh Trey songs you know dude gross big shout, big shout out to Trey songs you like peeing on people hey eat your own what's up man Shout out to you and your human urinals. That's so. Hey, as long as you're not disrespecting the women, I mean, I guess th- if that's what you're into. Yeah, I yeah. guess. Um, I think it's disgusting and demoral and absolutely just guys should get slapped in the face. But you know what? I don't. I don't know these girls. No. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and if, if any female asked me that, I'd be like, what? Uh, any female ask me more, uh, first of all, I'll say I'm happy and loved with a girl that does not want anything to do with something like that. Oh, that's just it's weird stuff, man. People well, are, probably move off that subject. Yeah, we have, we can leave the toilet uh, segment of the show now. <laughs> well, hey, we should introduce the two, right, dude? Matt right there. They should hang out. Trey Songs, Florida OnlyFans with this uh, type of content. <laughs> Vince will own that. Oh, dude, Vince. Uh, I mean, yeah, anything she's gonna do nowadays, she's gonna. He's getting a cut, I, and which is interesting because I don't think we actually have had a conversation on the show since that happened. Like when he's actually came out and said, "You have like a week to shut everything down and give us the passwords." Uh, I've seen some still doing it, so I mean, obviously, some people were okay with the cut. Are they sort of doing it? I'm just going to wait to or, yeah, or did they? And then when they get sued, they're just counter sued. I don't know, man. It's it's real interesting times because now too you're seeing some shots being fired between the two companies. Because uh, I know uh, a certain AEW star came out and made a comment uh, about how they run business and and their last year of business uh, when they were when WWE was uh, taking uh, recognition for some business award they got this year. Um, and that was kind of what? interesting. Yeah, we tell can get into it. Yeah, tell me. Uh, so, the, the, I don't know if it was WWE or Stephanie got an award for some sort of business, and uh, Jack uh, Jake Hagar uh, tweeted out and basically called them out for saying like, "Oh yeah, you guys were like one of the number one businesses and got this award for the last year yet." You guys, uh, he goes into it and basically was like, "You guys did this, you cut this, you did this, just so you can get rid of." this many people in a, in a pandemic and put them out of work and all that. So he kind of called them out. Uh, so, and I mean, the, the thing with the two companies too, is you're just seeing way and hearing way more about ratings. Like they're acknowledging it more. Now you're hearing more talk about it online. So it's just well, weird. I mean, they're really not worried. They should worry about putting up, the best content out there. They really shouldn't be worried about bickering against each other right now. They should be worried about storylines. They should be worried about creating superstars. They should be 
not worried about this teenager bull crap that's going along on the internet. So let me ask you this then. Uh, there's some rumors of going around that AEW and New Japan might actually start collaborating a little bit. But um, see, here's the thing is you say that, but I just watched the recent ROH stuff and they had New Japan at ROH. Well, yeah, and I think the ultimate goal would be that AEW would work with ROH too because they have worked with some of those talents. That was kind of the idea I think a lot of people had when Marty became their lead booker that eventually he would bridge the gap for roh new japan and AEW to all be able to work together obviously things didn't go that way but new japan had some presence on the last few dynamites as far as they used actual highlights from new japan like their content they had uh during the 30 years of jericho one of the guys on and i don't remember who it was uh one of the new japan wrestlers was on there giving a shout out to jericho so there's a lot of talk of these two might actually start working together so First of all, just how do you feel about seeing cross promotion like that? You you a fan of that stuff? Uh, no, because I feel like they should build their talent and build. Uh, having New Japan wrestlers in the U.S. is not going to. The average fan is not just going to tune in and like go. Oh my God, New Japan! They have no idea. Right now, AEW's fan base is hardcore people that know about them. So right now, they need to appeal to a wider audience. So they need to work on building their superstars, maybe getting their superstars some commercial deals, maybe getting their superstars maybe on some cameos or some morning shows, or just trying to just get out there and use that money and to put it into the company investing in PR and trying to get a new fan base, a new demographic crowd to come and watch wrestling. That's just my opinion. You know, I always love seeing the new Japan guys coming and yeah, you know, that is cool. But when you, when you look at the grand scheme of the whole thing is if, I was going to use that money and try to use some type of promotion skills. I would do it here in the U.S. with morning shows, with trying to work with maybe I just other shows just to bring a different audience that's going to hear in the United States that has TNT that can actually watch the program and, you know, get that ratings that they want to watch. You know, that's something that I feel like that's something that should focus on. That's my opinion, and that they should work on building the stars that they have and not just bringing these Japan guys and then squashing some of their AEW guys. And then it's like, hey, what? Uh, uh, just for me, you should just focus on you guys. And once they get a little bit more um, of their superstars over and a little bit more of their superstars with their household names, then I would say bring the new Japan guys in. Yeah, you know what I've always wanted to see when it comes to like cross promoting uh, for promotions on uh, in professional wrestling. Uh, I don't need to see it happen regularly or like every few months it happens. Just give me one show, pay-per-view. one show a year, one pay per view a year, where you bring them all together. You give them maybe a month or two to do the build up for it, where they can start talking about it. Otherwise, the rest of the time it's just their shit. But yeah, 
one one pay-per-view a year cross and, and make a big deal out of it like this is the you know and I, you see it happening like there was the indie show a few weekends ago where that brought a few different indie independents together oh uh, um, yeah how did that turn out well it turned out in a COVID outbreak so yeah so it didn't really turn out the best of um but i mean on a high level you know what i mean like seeing oh, the, yeah coronavirus like, in a high level You're well right. no you know what i mean though like yeah, seeing there was a lot of people there <laughs> you know what the funny thing is though they did social distance they had masks on it's just people went who had it who shouldn't have went uh you know it's it's crazy i i've heard stories with people in my own life that it's been like oh yeah i had to get tested because someone was around me because they knew they had it and still came by me even though they why why are people so stupid why can't people just stay home if they're Mm -hmm. sick or they i don't i just i don't understand this like i really don't it's not hard. I mean, you don't feel good. Stay home. Exactly. It's just not, it's not, again, even if you're like, well, it's not going to hurt me, but you don't know who's there. There could be some 80 year old person there at that show that's near you. Yeah, or someone that's, you know, has diabetes yeah. or yeah. dealing with, you know, you just don't yeah. know. It's not yeah. putting other people's life in danger. Right. Exactly. I Follow, I mean, I guess that's the protocols of that state and that's cool. But then, you know, you hear a, a lot about these guys that were there, and a lot of these guys, you know, have TV contracts and stuff like that. And you look and you go, man, was it really worth me getting put in that situation where now I'm not going to be able to be on TV? And back in my day, when I was in TNA, they allowed us to do indies. But they sat down with us, and they had a big, long discussion on how we're going to approach you guys wrestling indies. And when we had that, uh, that sit down and talk, a lot of it was make sure you don't put yourself in a bad position. Make sure you're going over, make sure you're working with someone that's not going to hurt you. Because here's the thing is we all want to go out there and steal the show. But once you're over and once you're on TV, and let's say you have one week off and they let you so happen to work an indie show, you go out and work that show in the safest possible way because if you get hurt, you're about to lose your bread and butter going to TV. You're not going to be able to perform at TV. And then what are you going to tell the bosses? Oh, I worked some independent show. And then they're going to look at you and go, are you stupid? What were you thinking? You're on TV. We signed you. You get a paycheck every week. And now you just kind of blew up, you know, blew the opportunity and kind of just put us in a hard spot because now what we're going to do, especially if you're in a storyline, who knows? And when I was in TNA, I really, really was picky on the indie shows I was on. I would work indie shows that, I knew the promoter. I could tell them my situation. And I said, hey, if you put me with the best guy, hey, we're not going to do much. It's all going to be facial. It's all going to be gimmick wrestling. It's all gonna, it's gonna, we're going to put a great story on. We're going to do a hell of a match. But we're not going to do crazy dives. We're not, no one's going to get hurt because guess what? I got a four-week TV loop. Then I got to go to London. And then we got a whole UK another two weeks. And then I got to fly home for a week. So – you know, I'm doing this for you guys kind of as a favor. It's not really worth it to me to get hurt. And, you know, 
you kind of talk to the promoters like that. You know, everyone's different. Some some guys just want to go out there and kill themselves and don't care, and then they end up getting hurt, and then they don't show up to TV. And TV is the most important thing in the world because that's where you can reach the most people. Yeah, I agree. I mean, uh, any uh, any professional sport you see, if you you know those guys aren't doing anything that's not under the team uh facilities you know what i mean like they're not going to go play a, a full-on tackle football game with their buddies on the during you know on a on a monday they're not gonna go through mma practice you know what i mean like they're not gonna yeah they're not hey i'm gonna go to the gym and spar in the ring today just to get a workout they're not gonna do that no. in the season you know what i mean or even in the off season um so it, well, it, season they do i mean some, but guys, I mean, they do. some guys don't. some guys just work out you know they don't want to do risk it uh but like it's always been a thing for me that I always wondered because it's like, yeah, I get WWE and they just don't do it. That fair enough, especially when things are normal. As a WWE superstar, you're you're still wrestling like three to four times a week, anyways, because you got TV. Well, three, three, three to four, yeah, yeah. So that's I mean, and that's a new city. That's not the same. That's getting in the car after yeah. the show, driving four to six hours to the next city. Getting and checking in the hotel, waking up in the morning, going to the gym, showing up the building at twelve, doing the whole thing, getting out at eleven, driving to the next city. Yeah, yeah, it's it's the, it's road life, man. And so, you know, it makes sense why they're like, hey, you, you wouldn't want to anyways, but the, they don't let their talent do it. And, and, and it's different now because it's getting like it, it, we're we're talking like indie shows. I know WWE's like, well, they're taking all their income away and taking their streams away. We're not talking about that. We're talking just working indie shows. Yeah, yeah, we're not talking about that. That's a whole other so, Yeah, that's a whole different thing. Um, but yeah, so I always thought it was weird. Like I get like like an M, like right now like an ROH or Impact because they're not big money deals. So I guess I could see maybe some of those guys maybe doing appearances, but like even then, it's like, why would you risk going and getting hurt in a show with a guy who's up? You know, training. He, he's not. You know what I mean. He's just breaking on the indie scene. He's a newcomer, and you're you're putting. Well, your- I mean, we can break it like this. Like when I was on the WG and Network for Ring Warriors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was getting paid a thousand dollars a week. I didn't go do, and I and we were filming during the week, and they gave us opportunities to go and do uh, other shows. I chose not to. I was like. I was like, I'd rather get that guaranteed thousand dollars a week than go mess around the indie show for a couple hundred bucks. Right. Well, you know, you got to look at the smart thing. You know, if I get hurt at one of these indie shows and I'm out for three or four weeks for a couple hundred bucks, that's three grand right there out of my pocket. Right. Exactly. Especially given the the circumstance that the whole world is in right now, like. Now it's not even just an injury. Now you're just, in perfect example of what happened at that GCW show that weekend show is you're putting your talent at risk of if they go there, they catch the virus. They then have to go home and quarantine now for two weeks. Yeah. You just they took can. them off programming for two weeks now. Mm-hmm. So it's like it, it, even now during these times, and I get AEW is a different thing as far as they're trying to not be WWE. So they are handling things differently, but I, I still wonder if that's a good move to let, your talent still book independent shows. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, they're still independent contractors, so they can do true. whatever they want. True, but true. it comes down to being smart, mm-hmm. the human being smart. I don't think the business sh- or your boss should tell you, yeah, 
really anything with your independent contractor. I believe that you should have enough brains and enough knowledge knowing what's the safe and most responsible thing to do to provide for my family and to keep other people safe and keep my job security locked down. And what is more important? That's something that these kids need to sit back and actually think about. Yeah, man, I definitely agree. It's, it's, uh, yeah, it's crazy. It's, it's still crazy too. Cause like some places it's even surprising. They're still running indie shows. I know there was a few. Oh, that I to show them all. And it's sold out. Yeah. Well, and I, you know, I went to, I went to the one, uh, that your girl was at up here in my neck of the woods. And I mean, again, a lot of people, but not too crowded, yeah, whatever. Man. But, uh, the thing now here though, but and I get you guys are a different animal down there compared to what we're dealing with up here as far as how things are being handled. But uh, now we can't do shows outside because obviously we got snow now. So like everything has to be inside. So now like stuff in Wisconsin is just getting shut down. Shows and stuff again. The shows they were doing up here have all gotten canceled uh, in Minnesota. Well, uh, our shows for ARW we we do pretty we're pretty safe. We do yeah. social distancing. We do the seats are pre- perfectly spread out. Um, the uh, people that collect the money in front have masks. All the security, all the ushers have masks on and gloves on. Um, we do because we're also in a holiday and banquet center, so yep. we also have to follow the rules and guidelines of them. So mm-hmm. you know we're following two different COVID nineteen rules, which is a good thing. So we're being double safe. Yeah, and I mean, uh, if anybody watches uh, the ARW shows on YouTube, their weekly show that they put on there too, you can see it because that stuff recent. So you can see how safe they're being. And again, like I said, the one show I went to, I felt very safe. Uh, it's just crazy that, like, you know, we're in the Midwest. It's cold and flu season, so like we're a hot button now, hot spot. Which is funny. I read today that uh, down there in Florida, they're investigating the performance center. What was it? The Performance Center, Full Sail, and the Amway as potential hotbeds for the virus. No one's been there about WWE. Right, but they're they're going to investigate. They think they may be hotspots down there. So if they investigate, what do you mean that they're just going to spray down the building? Yeah, I don't even know. I, that's just it. I don't know what that they're means. In that building. They have it all rented out to themselves. Right, So, I, but they're saying the that. There's no... What's that? Their contract's coming up soon. Yeah, I think they extended it through November now. Oh, okay. But no one else is there but them, so... Okay, nope. that's a hot spot. It's not like you can't walk... It's not like you're going to walk by the building and get COVID. Right. But I think you got to read between the lines. I don't think it's necessarily they're trying to say that the Amway Center... I think it's right downtown. You know, the Amway Center is right downtown. Yeah, right. no, what I think they're trying to say is that just WWE is a hot because they've had so many outbreaks within their company lately you know i think that they 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 allow people to do whatever they want and then they try to i mean they try to tell their talent they can't go do anything but their talent's like okay i can't do tiktok i can't do all this work i'm gonna go out i'm gonna go do something you're not just gonna keep me locked in my house and let me do nothing and just show up to tv where a i'm not paying any tax I'm getting ripped off by the government because I'm an independent contractor and you're having me. I have no write-offs now. 
I have no travel, no nothing, and you just want me to sit at home and just watch TV? you got to be out of your mind, especially if you have a family, kids, a wife. They're going to go want to do something. Not everyone can just live in a cave. Yeah, man. It's, it's, it's crazy. It's like, hey, you know, keep coming to these shows even though we're not really enforcing things like we should and shake your butt for two minutes uh, on an app and get paid for it like don't do that that's against our rule no you see they get in trouble a couple of guys got in trouble for going like universal studios and stuff but then yeah but you see brown Strowman at a biker fest and stuff and be all supportive but you don't see him get in trouble right you know they have this wwe has different rules for different people yeah always how it's gonna be some guys can get away with everything some guys can't and you know some guys they'll tell them they can't do everything some guys they'll let them go do any festival party do whatever they want and they're not going to see one thing it's such a you know it's it's such a double in edge of a store that company you know and you know one day someone's going to investigate that place and they're gonna, they're gonna, yeah. they're gonna find, they're gonna find some skeletons. Oh, I hear you. Yeah, it's it's interesting to see that uh, that that it actually got like some politicians' attention this year, specifically when it was the whole, hey, we're gonna, you, you can't make money doing Twitch. That's our money now. Not but, just Twitch, though. Oh, gonna, I mean, everything. They're, I just trying stop, they're trying to stop people for having independent businesses. Yeah, I mean, that is just insane. So that'd be like. Be like, Vince, you can't have no other business. That's not fair. Triple H, you can't have no other business. Shane, man, you shouldn't be able to have no other business. If you're going to tell these talent that are independent contractors, get no insurance from you, doesn't get no benefits, doesn't get no 401k, doesn't get no union, doesn't get none of that stuff, and you're going to sit here and tell them that they can't start another business so when wrestling ends, which, you know what? I hate to say it, guys, but wrestling's gonna end. I mean, not 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 like wrestling as in you know the the art form, but the performers. There's there's an age limit. There's gonna become a time where you can't physically do it anymore. Your body's in so much pain, you just can't do it. I mean, and then the other other thing is left is you're gonna be an agent. And if you're an agent, you're still stuck on the road. You're still gone away from your family. There, I mean, there's really not. I hate to say it, but there's really no more avenues unless you become an actor. But when you really look at the grand scheme of things, how many wrestlers are truly able to do that acting career? I mean, God bless. I love Wade Barrett. He's one of my good friends. He tried to do the acting gig, and guess what? Guess where he's back at? NXT, NXT, and on commentary. He told me right now he would never go back to wrestling. And you tell you the reason why he went back to wrestling? Because acting was not working out. I love Wade Barry. He's one of my best friends. But I hate to say, there's only so many people that are gifted in that talent that are able to pull that off and actually make a full-time career out of it. I mean, you got to look at it right now. John Cena's doing retarded commercials. He's not even doing movies. He's doing commercials where he's riding a horse and singing one line. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, 
Yeah, and like you said, it's a funny, it's a weird double-edged sword because you know, like, Randy Orton just launched his own clothing line recently, like, in the last couple of weeks. And he just, you know WWE has no part of that. Right. But then if, like, EC3 was still there and had his t-shirt company going, you know they'd probably be yeah, like... He had that with Braun Strowman, so... Yeah. So, yeah. It, so Braun and him are safe because Braun ain't gonna... Ain't gonna give WWE that. Yeah, well, he has nothing else to do. What's he gonna do? I, I like Braun, but I mean, he's a big guy. What's? I mean, I, he go shoot guns and stuff, teach people like that in shooting ranges. I guess. Well, what's he gonna do if he got released? Yeah, I mean, hey, he would go to AEW in New Japan. They pay him big money. Yeah, but I mean, he's always gonna be a, a wrestling like a star guy because. He's got the look and size, you know yeah, what I mean? I'm saying WWE won't fire him because and say, Hey, I'm not gonna let you do your t shirt company. He's gonna be like, No, I'm gonna have my other t shirt company it's under my name, Adam. So you're not gonna you're not gonna you can't take that from me. Right. Not yeah. Braun Strong and Cove and you know, it's under his Adam. It's not even his it's like meet meet something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's so it, it it's funny though because if you if you're down the further down that totem pole and you try to do something on your own, I'm yeah, I'm sure they're gonna be like, "What are you doing? Why are you doing that?" You know, and that's the one thing that like I do like for AEW. It's like yeah, their people you know have their own they have their own shop, but they also work with pro wrestling tees, which then also still lets the talent have their own shop. So I mean, like yeah, I, that's the one nice thing. But I mean, I mean. There's good things for both sides, but I mean, it's just, that's again, craziness that you're going to say, Hey, you can't have a YouTube channel by your actual birth name without making, letting us run it and get the cut. Like that is wow. <laughs> it's so crazy. Oh, yeah. I mean, you couldn't like, where, where do they draw the line? What do they say you can and cannot do? And you're an independent contract. Right. I mean, I understand. Don't get me wrong. If you're a full employee, 100%, that's totally wrong. Don't do it. I, I, You have health insurance. Your family's covered in health insurance. Don't have to worry about making extra cash. You got a 401k to look for retirement. Hey, I get it. No worries, man. Let, let it fly, dude. Like, Don't do any of that. But if you're an independent contractor, and by law, man, how else are you going to pay for health insurance? You think you think health insurance for a professional wrestler is cheap? All right. Let, let's let's look at that. You how big of a liability do you think you are to the insurance company? Oh yeah, most definitely. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. You're paying out of pocket for everything. They're going to just tell you you have pre-existing and can't qualify, just because oh. they know you're going to be getting hurt. Oh, um, not even that, but. How about someone that's like me? I got five knee surgeries already. You know what I'm saying? Like, how many on each leg? Uh, let's see, three on one and two on the other. Three on the left and two on the right. That's crazy. And, and so, was that out of pocket for you then? Uh, insurance, but I still had to pay like fifty thousand yeah. dollars. Only, only one that I didn't fully have to pay for was the uh, like I heard in WWE they paid for that FCW. 
FDRCW, that's when they paid for everything. Nice. Yeah, man, it's crazy. It's a crazy life that you guys uh, are forced to live as, as professional wrestlers. You know, uh, you're putting your bodies on the line every night. There's real no easy way to take care of it financially if something ever were to happen that 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 hurt you. So no, and most indie wrestlers are like me or living paycheck to paycheck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, it's 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 a crazy crazy life that you guys have to live. Um, man, it is, but. Uh, so let me ask you this, man, because you've you've seen a lot of this this industry your whole life. So, do you see a changing in the tides as far as taking care of the talent down the line? Do you think someday there may be a union for the talent, uh, so they can be taken care of? Do you see well, it ever happening? I think AEW is doing a good job. I think AEW is really, you know, setting the benchmark, and I believe that they are working on getting the guys insurance. And I believe that that's something that is really stressed upon. And, you know, I kind of think that, to be honest with you, we shouldn't even have to form our own wrestling union. I believe that we should fall under the actors union. To be quite honest with you, we're on TV. We do interviews. We speak. We sell commercials. We do everything that uh, regular, you know, like TV show does. But I, I believe that we should go into the actors' union. I, I don't believe wrestlers should have their own union. I think we should have fallen into the entertainment. Yes, we are real wrestlers and we do sports, but yet I believe that we – I mean – I would like their own wrestling union, but I I think the stability and the opportunity to be in the actors union would give the guys after their career mm-hmm. more of a shot to be in movies more because we're okay. I no knock on football players or any of that, but we have more of an opportunity to go into acting than let's say an NFL player because yes, they have the NFL union, but you know. Those guys are not talking every single day. Those guys are not cutting promos. Those guys are not selling characters or being characters. So I believe that we're more in the acting because then that way we're able to get more roles. We're able to actually broadcast in commercials and then able to find roles that would fit our character and who we are as a person. You know, the big jacked up guy or the – smarty heel or the manager or just little things like that i mean really that's where i i believe we should belong you know especially because i didn't realize this till years ago but i remember when i realized it it was like huh that makes sense Uh, you you, people tend to not realize like how many uh people in the professional wrestling industry have or or do also stunt work for films Stunt work and just two commercials. Some of the wrestlers are really good at promos. Wow. Some of the wrestlers are really good at just talking and selling stuff. Whether it's fitness outfits, whether it's modeling, whether it, who knows? You know, the outlook and talent is crazy. Like one of my good friends, Mason Ryan, uh, he was in WWE for a little bit and then he was on uh, FCW with me. Um, they released them and Circus Olay called and they were like, Hey, we're looking for this 
just freak of a guy. I mean, this guy is 6'5", 310 pounds, and that ounce of fat on him. I remember walking by him in Miami. He is true. He was (laughs) – I walked by him in Miami during Mania Week, and he was with a girl who was probably my height, obviously skinnier, but, like, my height, probably 5'5", 5'6". She looked like a midget next to him. You would break your finger if you tried to just touch him. Oh, dude is just massive. Yeah, and he's clean. And um, so, you know, luckily WWE was nice, and they said, well, we just released this guy that would fit perfectly, and now he's at Cirque du Soleil, um, you know, one of the guys that pick up the girls and do all the crazy stuff and hold a girl with, like, one hand, and she smiles. Yeah. Where is he? People there. Is he in, like, Vegas or? Vegas, yes. I don't. I mean, I don't know at the moment right now if they're still going to do COVID, but I know last time I talked to him, he was, you know, fully involved in that. Wow. We should. Uh, we should see if he'd come on here. That'd be an interesting conversation. Guarantee you would. Oh, that would be a very. I, I, I'd have some questions about the transition from wrestling into the circus de Soleil lifestyle. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's different so animals, cool. but yeah, still so the same. Cool. That's sick. That would yeah, be three girls up with one hand. <laughs> that old that old Andre the Giant photo. Yeah, and he's like six five too, so he's huge, you know. Yeah. Oh, that, that yeah, that'd be fun. We'll have to see if we can get him on here. Um, that's crazy. Yeah, I agreed though. I a hundred percent agree with you. You guys are just as en- much entertainment and entertainers as any person on a movie screen or a TV screen in a sitcom or anything. And and I was going to say, to take it a step further, you guys are doing it live. There's no, yeah. all right, ready for the scene, action, cut. There's there's no, oh, it didn't work out. Let's try it again. Like, you guys are doing it live and live on TV and live in normal times in front of thousands of people. So, again, uh, yeah, 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 times a million. So, it's, it's, man, yeah, I definitely agree with you 100%. So, it would be nice to see that happen. It would be nice to see someone work to make that happen so hopefully we see that in the future but yeah otherwise though uh moving on from that uh i don't even know where to go from that because that's that was a i was very interested in that conversation conversation. well you and i have never had that talk and i've always wondered that and it's been talk that's been going on for years what was it back in the day they had the uh then they try back in the day, I think, during territory time or shortly yeah, after. They sure. tried. It was the guy that, that, uh, that was going to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then he ended up quitting because Vince is like, why? And he's like, well, I'm about to get union. I'm about to ha-. And people don't understand about the union. And here's the thing is that helps protect your family. Mm-hmm. And okay, guys, like we're young. Well, some of us. Are young, I'm old, but you know, it helps in the future when you do start having kids. And you know, if Lord forbid something happens to you, that helps protect them and make sure that they get a paycheck, make sure that they're healthy, make sure that they're able to, you know, go to the dentist, you know, go to the doctor and get their medicine. And that, you know, that's really important in the world. I mean, our youth is what's gonna run the world. So, not having them be healthy and not being able because Lord forbid something happens to you. You know, you want, you want some type of thing knowing in the back of your head, Hey, 
they're safe. But as an independent contractor, the only way you can do that is if you get a financial advisor that tries to set up a retirement for you because you don't get no 401k. Right. Yeah. It's, it's very important uh, that, that the talent's taken care of. Uh, for, like you said, them and their oh, family. Not just the talent. The talent's family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, for them and, and their families, uh, you know, it, it, it helps keep them safe uh, for the future. Because like you said, too, unless unless you like can get with it and get yourself involved in some other avenues of business and have it set up. So when you're done, you're good to go. If you don't you don't do that. then yeah, you, you're you're then left with like, oh, well, that my life's done. What do I do now? Conventions the rest of your life. Yeah. And like, you know, and here's the deal. I've gone to those conventions. I've been at them. I've been in them, uh, not like signing autographs, but I've been at them uh, representing different companies. And uh, none of that looks fun. I I mean, I enjoy getting the chance to meet my Let me get your honest opinion. How many times is it kind of sad? Oh, yeah, man. When you walk by and you see some of the old timers and no one's at their table, they're just sitting there and it's just like yeah you feel bad because it's like but the other thing too is you you feel bad but then it's like i understand because i'm in that same boat like i'd love to go give them some money but money for me in my life is tight i'm not making big banks so knowing that i gotta spend 50 60 bucks because i really want to meet this one though it doesn't allow me to have that extra 30 dollars to do this person and it is sad i always wish that there was a convention and i I know it will never happen because again at these things it's kind of like you gotta and i guess i don't so when you get brought in like how does it i know like companies bring talent in to sit at their booth stuff like that um do you guys ever have to pay for your own way to be in these conventions though or do they come to you I know you don't i know and i know you know we're friends so i know that you're not a guy who does them but you know, you're in the business. You know everybody. So I mean, have you heard people talk about it? And be I like, don't know that, man, people people pay to be on there and stuff like that. People pay for a thing. I don't do none of that. See, that's what's weird. People pay me to be there, or I ain't showing up. Straight right. up, like I'm not paying you to sit at a booth to sign autographs, man. You can suck it. Like, <laughs> like nah, I ain't like that. I don't, like, I'd rather go dig a ditch outside than do that, to be honest with you. I got morals and I got respect, and I earn my respect in professional wrestling. And if you ain't willing to pay for it, then I don't even want to be there. Well, that and the whole point is being there is you're making money because people are paying for photos and autographs and merch, but you don't want to come into it being like, oh, well, I paid $300 to have this table today, so I need to really sell. Like, that sucks. Like, whoever's running yeah, that. Yeah, whoever's running the event, they should always be like, hey, we'll pay you to be here. Like, you know, whatever. Uh, but no, so again, getting back to what we were saying, though, yeah, it is sad. I've done meeting greets, and the way I've done it, where I come up with a flat rate, and then I'll split what I do in pictures and autographs. Okay. You know, um, sometimes they're like, oh, you can just keep keep the money your pictures and autographs well i go i don't know how good you advertised i don't know how good what you did so no matter what i want a flat rate i want this amount of money and then i want half of what i like if you're cool with that i'll show up and do your thing right exactly and you're promoting and your thing is up to you it's not up to me 
Like, if you didn't promote the event and people didn't come, it's not my fault. I'll do all day long and post it on Twitter, Facebook, or whatever. But if you didn't show up, it's your advertisement fault. It's not my fault. Dude, I, I, I dealt with something like that once when I was in radio. We had to give tickets away to a concert. And it was, I think it was like Lita Ford, like old time rock and roll chick. And uh, she was doing an acoustic show at a at a bar in town. Like tickets weren't selling. And, you know, they're doing what they are with the radio station. We're pumping it up. But like just nobody wants to see Lita Ford acoustically. Like it's just not a concert that people are really interested in. So like I got in trouble at the radio station or I didn't get in trouble, but I, well, I kind of did. Cause I actually, I stopped working on the rock station after this happened. And I think this had something to do with it, even though they wouldn't tell me, but uh, <laughs> nobody called in to win the free tickets to the show. And they blamed it on you. You weren't, you weren't selling it correctly. You weren't, you weren't, you weren't, you weren't, you weren't reaching to that goal. Right. Which is, which is yeah. bullshit. Because the other two DJs who gave tickets away, I sound hundred. I sounded hundred times better on air. Like they were boring as shit. We were an active rock station, so we're supposed to be like the new. Like we're playing Slipknot, like headbanging, and these guys, this this guy and girl are on there, just like, oh yeah, thing. Like like treated like it was a classic rock station, and it was boring. And what, so I was trying to liven it up, and I I was having fun, and I had fans. So you know they can tell me that I wasn't good on there, but. I had fans, and then uh, the 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 whole cluster of the station's manager was like, "Dude, you sound great on that station. I don't know why he wants to take you off." Well, because yeah. you know, yeah. I don't know. You're the boss. Tell him not to, and he wouldn't. So, anyways, but it was just so funny because in my head, I'm just like, "How am I responsible for no one wanting to call and win tickets to a shitty concert?" Sorry, Lena Ford, but y- your time was 30 years ago. It was on an off night. It was like a Tuesday, Wednesday night at like eight nine. Like it was, it was, it was just a show that it's like this should have never just even been booked. You're not going to sell tickets, let alone no one's going to call. And, and I gave two other, con- I had three total concerts. I gave tickets out, and they were better. Like one was like Godsmack, and the other you one was the person I called and was like, "Man, I really want the Godsmack t-shirt uh, tickets," and then they get the uh, acoustic version, of right? Oh, dude, it was crazy. You're like, I hate big ace. <laughs> right, yeah. That's... I, got a, I got a question for you. Yeah. Um, I was really excited. I love the program. How uh, we talked about it earlier. Um, Usos and Roman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I loved how it ended. I loved how... What do you think of them just... Throwing it back out there with now it's I quit match after Roman already beat the living crap out of them. And it's an in hell in the cell, isn't it? It's in a hell in the cell. So where do they think that Jay is going to have, or is it Jimmy or Jay? I think it's Jay who's in. Yeah, how Jay is going to have any chance of winning after he just got demolished on on like oh the booking is driving me crazy that was such a good program they did so good maybe if they would have had jay like almost win yeah and they did that then yes i would buy all day long but now how do you buy this match ace tell me plus it's the ultimate barry when at the end of that match you made him say you're the chief to roman so like, so that's, that's basically 
That's basically said he quit. So now they're going to have an I quit. I, I, I think I, mean, I, gotta I, hope, I hope I hope Jimmy comes back, gets involved. It would be a good time for him to return. I don't quite remember why he was out. I think it's injury and I don't remember. Maybe Simon both both get their butt quit. They're not gonna let Roman just really Well, and that's just it. Roman's still gonna come out on top. Yeah, so so they're gonna bury both of them. Yeah. And this whole chief of the family and all that, I mean, like really this has to be just a big setup with them having hopes of Rock's gonna come do mania with Roman. It has to be. Because why else are people going to get invested in this storyline of I'm the chief of our family when it's like, well, yeah, obviously you've been pushed to the moon and and the Usos have always just been the Usos. They're a great tag team. They've been champs a few times, but you've been pushed as a superstar. They're the Usos. So again, yeah, obviously you would have the head of the table in this weird family table between the three of you. And the Usos started first and the Usos. Right, but I mean, at the end, it's like, it sounds like they're going to eventually just get the family. And cause then it's like, do you, do you bring Nia Jackson since she's like a distant relative as well. And then again, like I said, it really feels like this all is just trying to lead into Roman Reigns versus rocket mania and rock coming back and being like, no, 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 no. Well, I haven't been here, but I'm a- rocks. And I'm related to Rome. Right. But they, they claim that they all are like somehow distant cousins. Right. But storyline they do. So like, this- yes, but physically, Genetically, no. One's from Samoa. They're two different islands. Right, but like, do you think that's what they're leading up to? Because I mean, why else are you playing up the story, the family storyline? Of course, it's Roman against Rock, and they're going to make it seem like Roman beat up all the family members, and now he has to go through. Here's a good question, though, because if times were normal, I'd be like, it's not going to happen. It's the Rock. The dude's always filming something. There's no way he's getting cleared to wrestle. He already has. For us, it's already done. He can do whatever he wants. He owns his own production company. Well, and in that case, now he can. But the other thing, too, though. Fly there, fly in, fly out. Because I know, well, because I know, like, I think one of the Fast and the Furious movies, like, was months delayed because he got hurt at 29. Um, so I know after that he had some issues, like he couldn't do shows because it was now they're not going to ensure the movie if I wrestle. Uh, but like you said, he has his own production company now, so they're doing it. So I mean, uh, but the other thing too is just in the times we're at, he hasn't they haven't been able to film. So I mean, if this is what's going on, come down there, wouldn't it be a logical thing there for him to take a big payday and do mania? He's gonna do mania, you think he will? Because I think if things were normal, I don't think he would. I think he'd be too busy. No, he's doing it anyways. I think he's doing it just to push Roman for a big acting career. Uh, Whatever, I guess. I don't know. I mean, out of all the talent I've seen uh, on the last few weeks of, like, Raw programming or SmackDown programming out of WWE, the only one that's done anything on screen that made me be like, this person can maybe relay this into TV or, or movie acting, and that was Alexa Bliss this week on Raw. Yeah. Roman, Just, would good, Roman would do good in action movies. I think he'd be all right. You know, I will say this: oh, he, he'll be better than Van Diesel. <laughs> yeah, I mean, puppets are better than Vin Diesel. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know what he was in? Did you see the movie called The Wrong Missy? It's a David Spade movie. It's a Netflix one. Came out this last year. Wrong with that? The first like fifteen minutes of the movie is like a first date scene at a restaurant, and yeah, it, it it's Roman and 
uh, and some girl like on a date and david spade like you got to watch it to get it but he's actually pretty funny like talking smack to david spade in the beginning of this movie and it was like oh okay all right so i mean and yeah and he has a great look so and i guess that looks in style but look at the rock making it so oh, well, not just the rock the guy that did uh um that marvel movie the underwater guy oh shit yeah the uh, momoa guy the mimosa guy that dude yeah aquaman yeah aquaman yeah he man big, big samoan six foot two six foot three do you ever try to break into some movies i've done a couple of acting uh i've done like three or four commercials no shit yeah i did a credit card commercial i did a restaurant commercial did a gym commercial and then I did a sunglass commercial. Hell yeah. Can we find those anywhere? Oh. <laughs> you know I'm gonna you know I'm gonna research this week now. Just so when we do our next episode, I'm gonna be like ha! the credit card loan is the funniest. Uh, I got up by old lady. Oh hell yeah. I bet you sold the shit out of it. Yeah, it's to protect your credit. No one's looking. That's great. Right on, man. Well, uh, I think we should end the podcast with. Uh, would, did we want to make our little a little announcement that we kind of talked about before we went on today? Totally forgot what it was, but sure. <laughs> I love it. This is how it always is. Whenever, see, that's the thing, guys. We haven't been on for a few weeks, but like I was saying when we started the show, that doesn't mean we haven't been talking. Like you know, you and I talk regularly weekly, and that's usually how our conversations are on the phone. Is it like, hey? Oh. Well, we talk more than weekly we talk like almost every day oh yeah definitely but it's always like hey man what was that thing we were talking about the other day on the i don't remember i don't know like i know i know what we're doing um we're gonna do we want to come up with a new briscoe and big a's logo for the show so we want to do a little contest with our briscoe and big ace army and see if they can come up with some cool designs and whatever designs you come up with and whichever one we pick the winner, of course, we'll uh, send you some signed autograph 8x10s and some other goodies. But uh, that's the uh, little challenge we're going to throw out there. Yeah, guys, we want to get some merch going eventually for our show, and we'd like to have some options. So we're looking for a few different uh, uh, renditions of our uh, a logo. So. Yeah, if you have a, an idea or you have something that you want to submit, send it to us. Just follow us uh, on Facebook or Twitter, Instagram, at Briscoe and Big A Show. You can find all our social media there, uh, YouTube as well, uh, Twitch as well, too. So, yeah, send it to us on there. And, yeah, if we get something that we really like and we want to use, we'll let you know. You'll be a winner. We'll show everybody on the show. Um, and uh, it'll be a very cool thing. We're excited. We yep. want to have you guys. Uh, we want to have the Briscoe and Big Ace Army wearing our stuff. Yeah, and the and the way to submit it is either you can go to the Briscoe and Big Ace Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, leave a message, or you can go direct message to us Briscoe nineteen on Instagram and Twitter, or you can go to David's uh, Instagram or Twitter and check him out. Which, if anybody's listening, that's the first time I think we've ever used my real name on the show. That was awesome. That was great. Yeah, I uh, know his real name and last name, but I can't pronounce it. No, but it's just I, nobody can, dude. You should. My whole life, nobody can say my last name. 
Oh, dude. And for a while, I had, did have the nickname Weenie in school because oh, it rhymes with your last name. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, logo contest. We're going to get that going. We'll give you guys a good few weeks to do this. So we'll remind you on the next episode as well. But the other exciting thing is we've always been that Carrillo radio type podcast. Watch our social media and you'll know when we go live next. Well, we want to we want to really uh, do more for you guys. So we're going to change it up a little bit. We're not going to we're not going to do anything like weekly or anything, but we, we've decided that we will do a biweekly show. So we will do every Thursday. Oh, we'll, we'll put an episode out every Thursday, a week, every other Thursday. Sorry. Every uh, other Thursday, we will have an episode out. Mm-hmm. And we'll have more details coming as well as uh, time and stuff once we work that out. But yeah. Every other Thursday, you will see a Bis- Briscoe Big Ace episode drop. For the most part, they will be live shows. Mm-hmm. There may be some times where we may have to do some pre-recording, guest-wise, or just if we have a busy, busy week because you know we're we're freaking busy guys. So, but yeah, we thought we thought we'd do that for you guys. Uh, so you have something to look forward to a little bit more, and you kind of know when we're coming with episodes. Uh, in case you don't have time to look day of, you just remember now. So, yeah, man, I'm excited. Um- I also uh, just dropped my uh, Briscoe Investments Instagram page and Twitter page. Um, Briscoe Investments is a company that we do um, sports agency. We we um, get people movie roles, commercial roles. We help with contracts with any type of wrestling, with AEW, WWE. We help you get signed with them. Um, we have a lot of different avenues. Also, we also do real estate, buying houses, flipping houses, buying rental properties. Um, Briscoe Investments is pretty much a, just a big company that um, if you want to invest, make some money, or if you're a talent and want to be represented in the right way, we have the right lawyers, we have the right team, the right management to get you movie roles to get you looked at for WWE to get AEW to look at you. And then most importantly, we will go over your contracts and make sure that the contracts will fit for you. So the companies are not taking advantage of you because sometimes contracts can get a little iffy. Let's say you live in Florida and the company you work for is in Florida and you're driving to your, your TV tapings every week, but yet other people are flying. You should get compensated for your driving. You should get compensated for your wear and tear on your car. But most wrestlers don't understand that and don't get that. That's where Briscoe Investments come in, and we will help you out. We will walk you through because we've been there. My dad's my dad is the CEO of the company. My dad has been there. I have been there. We're looking out for your best interest and making sure that you get the best deal on your contract where both partners are happy and both deals come out good and two if you're looking at buying a house or if you want me to help you find a house for an investment for a rental property or whatever we take care of it all there you go check it out briscoe investments you're gonna hear a lot more about that in the future so guys make sure you check them out online and follow them and while we're at it too make sure you uh, you follow papa briscoe on all his uh social medias and stuff uh, another great tweet well, right now he's uh if you guys want to send him his uh get well wishes um he's recovering from uh, randy orton mm-hmm. you know if i see randy i'm gonna slap the shit out of him for what he did to my dad randall orton what is going on 
Why you got to be beating up on all these legends and, and Papa Briscoe like that? It's not cool. I've seen the neck brace. Not cool, bro. Not cool. So, but show him love online and, and get those cameos uh, from Papa Briscoe. He'll, he'll do whatever you want on those cameos, and they're pretty great. So. If you want to do, um, if you want a cameo, it has to come from Briscoe and Big Ace. I don't do any of them by myself. I'm just not going to do it. Sorry, guys, but I'll do one with Briscoe and Big Ace. So if you want to see Briscoe and Big Ace give you guys a cameo, let me know, and I'll set up a cameo account. But I hate to say, guys, I'm not doing no personal shout-outs. I'm not doing none of that stuff. If you want to, if you want to follow our YouTube channel, I'll give you shout-outs on our YouTube channel and our comments on that. Other than that, I'm not taking your money, um, but me and Big Ace will as a group because that's just going to go towards our show and money that – you guys want from a cameo from me and Big A's would only go the money to make our show better. That's the only way I'm doing it. I'm not doing it any other way. Yeah, and uh, for now we probably will stay off cameo because we are hopefully going to be launching this Patreon uh, in the in the coming weeks or month here. So we're just working all of our fine details out so when it's launched we can give you guys everything you deserve who join our Patreon. So look for that in the near future. And again. Uh, we're going by weekly, baby. So no episode. Yeah, See you in two oh, weeks. Yeah, every other th- every other Thursday. That's right. So yeah, we'll see you in two weeks. Real quick though, do you have any shows coming up that you want to promote for the next two uh, weeks? Tomorrow night, I will be at Atomic Cocoa yeah. Beach. We're already sold out. Can't buy tickets, but you can watch our YouTube channel. We put up previous matches. Other than that, follow uh, Briscoe Investments. Um, watch Red Velvet on AEW, give her support and love. Please watch my dad, give him some goodwill wishes. And Briscoe Big Announcements are coming soon. And follow Big Ace, watch his podcast on Tuesday nights with the comedian where he gets nerdy. And please just give us a like, give us a comment, share our page, share our stuff. Big shout out to the VOC for always giving us the audio. Um, This big shout out to everyone that supports us and loves us. I know we're bootleg, but that's just the way we do it. Hell yeah. And like I said, we're going to get away from bootleg. We're going bi-weekly. So two weeks, we'll see you. Uh, Again, uh, you can join me Tuesday nights with comedian John Russell, the two count, the number two, C-O-U-N-T. Find us on YouTube and and all that stuff. Uh, And real shout out again. You did say Red Velvet. Shout out to her first big win with A.W. last week. That was huge. It was great to see as well. So uh, congrats. Hell yeah. Mixing it up. So we'll see you guys in two weeks. All right. And uh, maybe we'll have another cool announcement for you in two weeks about other cool things we're going to be doing with the Briscoe and Big A show. So we will see you all then. Be good and love everyone. Hey, this is Total Package Lex Luger. You're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out. Check out In the Room every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Kathy Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you know Ray there too, right, Ray? We sure are. And we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Kaku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then uh, I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into like snuff film territory there. In the room, 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. 
Wrestling with History, the voice of choice, and Killer Ken Resnick. When I die, they're going to open me up and find about 2,000 undigested Northwest Airline cheese omelets. Mr. Chris Cruz, what's going on? Jesus, how did I get roped into this? General Adnan went to school with Saddam Hussein. He cried, I cried, he cried, and who could have Adnan lost a lot of family in the Iraqi war. Everybody loves Granny. Wow. Yeah, see, a lot of people don't know that. Yes, Taylor, you guys are busting me up. Catch Wrestling with History with Ken Resnick and I live on VOCNation.com Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern Time or listen to the podcast by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Stadium Journey, the worldwide leader in stadium reviews for the traveling sports fan, is proud to present the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. Join us as we talk with prominent figures from around the sports world to discuss issues pertaining to sports travel and stadiums around the globe. New episodes air on VOC Nation Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Join Paul Baker, Dave Cartney, Mark Viquez, Dan Calachico, and guests from throughout the sports world on the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation radio network. Yo, this is Jerry Stags of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs, yeah, you get ready to get nasty. Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby, because it's about to get nasty all around and up in this mother. Get ready. Nasty Sensation is coming at you. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network.